0: well fuck
1: been a week
0: we had a plan we had a whole list of stuff to talk about yeah you know i was even a plan
1: for like actually filing this week but everything kind of went to shit
0: well i think this week this week was quiet at the line and we regret that we actually have a bunch of stuff that should have been published this week but Authors needed to review, or news events would come along and make something need to change. But then that changed. So it's just some weeks are easy and some weeks are hard. And this was a hard one. And I, I think I cursed us because I was talking with an American reporter this morning on my radio show, and I said about of the Trump indictment. At least they didn't drop it on us at five thirty on a Friday, <laughs> and then five thirty Eastern time on a Friday, which <laughs> literally five thirty on the
1: dot. On the
0: dot. David Johnston has quit, resigned, whatever you want to call it, as independent special rapporteur. So, and
1: all I have to say, firstly, is um, uh, yes. Also, in addition, my 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 stepmom come out for a couple of days, which I thought was not going to be particularly onerous, and then it wound up just eating my life. But anyway. Um, But
0: I'm sure it was wonderful to see
1: her. It was actually great to see her. We spent time with Lake It's all good. Anyway, David Johnston. Yes. So firstly, I think we have to say, uh, as you noted on Twitter, congratulations, Navigator, on another client. Well served.
0: Um, I think in fairness, Navigator, didn't he cut them loose like two days ago?
1: I don't even remember. I think Navigator
0: might call this as an example of what happens when you don't (laughs) have Navigator
1: or or could very well have been that Navigator's advice was this is unsalvageable. this is an unsalvageable plane that's crashing towards Earth. It's time to pull the parachute, my friend. Yeah. And he cut them loose and then realized they were they were right. Like I don't I literally don't know what's happened there. But if Navigator did advise him to quit while he was behind and unlikely to get any further ahead, then I would say that was actually pretty good PR <laughs> advice.
0: As my group chats were like my journalism group chats were lighting up with this one, I think the best comment I've seen so far was simply the inevitable thing took slightly longer than it should have.
1: Yeah, that's the best headline, yeah. The inevitable it, thing took slightly. In fact, can we steal that for the headline for our dispatch this why week? Not? Okay, yeah, all you the group chats ask. are
0: secret, so it's not like you can claim ownership. Well, uh, um, you should
1: probably ask, unless it'd be polite.
0: Who the hell has that kind of time? Um. <laughs> I don't know. So I guess who came in second in the special repertoire sweepstakes? Like
1: Trudeau Foundation, Navigator itself? The the, the other thing I would say is just like, have you ever seen anyone in Canadian political life manage to destroy it flame out and destroy themselves so spectacularly in such a short amount of time? Like this man came in with basically an unblemished reputation and now is basically forced to resign amid failure and the stench of shame earned or otherwise as this entire inquiry became a parody of Laurentian
0: elitism. I still think, I I feel sympathy for him. Um, I think some of what, I think some of the tactics used to bring him down were unfair and and churlish, but he didn't do himself any favors. And I think Paul Wells' wrote brilliantly about this uh, earlier this week he had this great line which he said the entire point of having a guy like david johnson having david johnson himself in the role of special rapporteur, was it was a credibility transfusion um and it was supposed to go from johnson to trudeau and <laughs> somehow it reversed where it was trudeau trying to defend the special rapporteur, yeah and it's just like At a certain point, not only is that not going to work for all the reasons we needed a special rupturer in the first place, it also means for the government this has become a liability. I don't. I just I don't know what the hell we're doing. I mean, I know what I'm doing right now. I'm recording a podcast with you. We're failing.
1: We're failing. So I I think we're going to need to like sit on this for a few hours to figure out what exactly we're going to say in our dispatch when we
0: write it. Yeah.
1: I mean, we did note last week correctly that the second you, you you were spending off public stories about how you've how you've had to hire navigator it's probably over
0: yeah yeah Which which
1: is actually not a mark on navigator it's just what it is
0: well we i wrote about this specifically in the dispatch last week where i basically said you cannot be advancing two narratives simultaneously one of which is only parliament can get us out of this mess and the other is fuck you parliament i don't work for you like And he was right like he he was not appointed by parliament it was not a parliamentary appointment it came directly from the executive so it wasn't that that was was wrong but that was the problem but well i mean it was one of the problems um
1: like look, there is no such thing as a special rapporteur in canadian tradition or like it's this this entire office is utterly made up it's it's nonsense it's a fiction it always was a fiction
0: I think for the last couple of weeks, well, I think certainly since last week, for maybe 10 days, I think my friend had it exactly right. Like, the inevitable thing took longer than it should have. Like, it's just, every day kind of felt like, has it happened yet? is And it's not like we haven't been learning more along the way. Um, We've had testimony this week in Parliament uh, and last week. I mean, in fairness to Johnson, substantially confirming a a lot of his findings about how the intelligence community can't fucking talk to each other. Um, But then we also had Johnston under questioning before Parliament this week. Kind of conceding that because of the tight deadlines, he had not had a chance to review all the intelligence before drawing his conclusions.
1: Nor really to properly interview Aaron O'Toole, apparently, before sending his report off to translation.
0: I I think I I mentioned on the the podcast last week, the whole thing was starting to remind me of a kids in the hall sketch about a guy getting beaten up in a bar fight and everyone's yelling at him, stay down.
1: Yep. yeah,
0: That's kind of how I felt watching everything the last 10 days like you know and i will say i am sympathetic to the argument by many that some of the tactics used against um Johnston have been um inappropriate or what, or what
1: specific tactics
0: going specifically after like calling him the cottage buddy when i think Johnston gave like a person perfectly reasonable explanation i knew him 40 years ago like i found that i think were, when sorry, Johnston-
1: were they were they or not to spend time together in their respective neighboring cottages.
0: Yeah, 40 years ago, but I think to spin that into we're cottage buddies and he's too close to Trudeau, I didn't, th- I didn't think that was fair. I, I think Johnston's explanation was tone deaf, but probably honest.
1: Um, I think that that was a claim, but I think it was actually a disputed claim, so I'm just going to hold that there. Uh,
0: I mean... Well, Johnston's timeline was basically like we had social interactions in, in when my kids were young, and then I resumed contact with him. Because Johnston was – remember Johnston, I think, had his tenure extended as governor general? So he was a governor general for Trudeau the first couple of years. Anyway, I just the I, whole thing I, – I, I,
1: think, I think the idea that these people did not have social interactions um, earlier than 40 years ago is incorrect, is what Later I'm saying. Later than 40 years ago.
0: Later than 40 yeah. years
1: ago is incorrect so I mean i I haven't looked at the timeline myself, but I'm not sure that that is an unfair criticism.
0: It was a fair It was probably a fair criticism that was made unfairly and was not handled well,
1: yeah, I think and I, I don't know the, the the onus was on Johnston to be unimpeachable,
0: yeah. Yeah, I agree.
1: The the onus was not on the rest of us to be nice or fair to him. The onus was on us to well, it's always on us to be fair to him, but the onus the onus was not to be nice to him. The onus was on him to be unimpeachable. I
0: I I think what you just said though is is true. It it is on everyone to be fair. And I, I don't think some of the criticism of him was fair. But I also think, and I said this in my first column, that he was he was just basically leading with his jaw the entire time, just leading with his chin, right? Like, punch me, guys, punch me. You know it's funny, like again, I, find, I, really I i'm not me. i'm
1: not I'm not convinced that the art that the criticism against him were unfair, but I'll reserve judgment on that point
0: i can i can I just say that, like again, I feel like I'm picking needlessly on Navigator here, but wow, <laughs> like even even to the extent that like I, again, i I do think some of the attacks on him were unfair, but his reaction was like, hmm, open flame." Here's a bucket of gasoline, and
1: and 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 this is this is I think where I'm not sure that all of it was unfair because I mean I think one of the inherent problems with him was that he was simply too, um, was too close. politically, socially, and and yeah, intellectually connected to self interested okay. elites, to self interested self interested Laurentian consensus to be able to be an objective critic here, and That's he demonstrates and, and he That's demonst- the fair criticism, I know, but, not but, but, that but, I
0: gave this guy a ride when he was a kid.
1: Well, fair that, enough, but like, I mean, but 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 that that's about humanizing the 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 crux of the criticism. That's about that's about that's a sixteen dollar orange juice. That's about explaining the problem in a way that most people would actually understand the ski buddy stuff. Yeah. but I mean, the, the, but the problem is that he demonstrated that that criticism was was accurate and valid with all of his responses to the criticism. When I talked to my best conference. friends. I talked to my best friend, the retired Supreme Court judge, without yeah. seeming to realize that that was now a running joke. Um, and he gave it the clear without seeming to realize that that judge also had connections to the Trudeau Foundation. Oh yeah, Let's I hired this. a lawyer in all of this who turned out to be a huge liberal donor. I mean, like he was literally so so unaware of his own blind spots, he couldn't see them running running him in the face. That was what the ski buddy stuff was all about. I mean, I think the ski buddy stuff was a how was it a rhetorical short end, rhetorical short short uh, shortcut, so to speak that was attempting to humanize the fundamental criticism against him
0: well rhetorical shortcut might be a maximally generous way of describing it but i I actually i I don't think you and i fundamentally disagree i don't think think we do he had from the very first press conference like you know again here i don't know why i keep coming back to navigator here but like the whole point of them is communications advice yeah you and i have often commented that you the two of us combined would give better communications advice.
1: We should really give up this journalism and just go
0: to,
1: <laughs> go to instead of calling it we'll navigator, we'll call it
0: helmsman. Um, yes. but
1: crisis it was like crisis calms by the two people most disastrous who
0: like you could trust
1: us because we walked into every gate, yeah, every rake, already. and we don't
0: apologize for it, and we don't and apologize. Johnson should have come out and go, yeah, look, I know there's been a lot of suggestions. Of course I knew the guy. I'm a well-connected guy. That's why the government asked for my help. But do you think I can do the job or not? Let's talk about my findings. Like, there's ways to deal with it that is not five or six minutes of outrage that anyone dare ask the question. Correct. And it didn't get better from there. And I think if Johnson had come out and be like, yeah, is that what you got? That my cottage was near his old man's and I gave him a ride home once? This is, like johnston stepped into a gladiatorial arena and didn't realize it and he and, really and, and took it. umbrage at the fact that people took shots that's yeah. the problem
1: and, like, and, if, he, and if he people... wasn't aware that it was a gladiatorial arena that's poor judgment
0: on his part it is no 100 percent was i mean the whole thing top to bottom was poor judgment yeah. how many people have said with varying degrees of politeness that this should be a lesson and a warning for every current and future governor general. When the job is done, you go away.
1: Well, it should also you be a lesson. You learn to paint.
0: You water ski. Shall...
1: Retire. Enjoy your life. <laughs> um, you work it also maybe
0: a... with a couple of like unimpeachable charities, like the red cross, like the most generic charity you can think of, but yeah. for the main, you fuck off and we yeah. thank you for your service
1: and maybe we should also apply that rule to the supreme court justices too. We absolutely too. So, should. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I mean, like I said, I think we need to sort of think about this about how we're going to frame this in a dispatch besides from just laughing. Um Let's talk the politics morbidly, of this morbidly. Yeah, the politics. Let's talk about the politics. It's not good. No.
0: no. Remember no. like my rea- um I didn't even put this in my column, but like my instant reaction to the Johnston report the first Johnston report i think p- apparently there will be a second one because Johnston, in his statement i'm not sure if you've even read it yet was basically i resigned effective uh june 30th or upon delivery of my second report which i expect to be before then so um okay fair enough, still, he's wrapping up still, loose
1: how do you but no but how do you resign and then still have the credibility to deliver a second report what i is think if you're halfway
0: done the report you finish it
1: no but what's what's the well then what's the point You've, um, already, you've, already, you've already demonstrated that you don't have the credibility to do what you to do what you were set out to do. So the second point, the second report can't be taken seriously anyway, and it's a futile effort. Walk away. I'm sorry. How many times have you and I had to kill killer widows and orphans? A Lot. Well, I'll yeah, slay of those our darlings. One of those cases where just you so to Just so people darlings. understand,
0: that's an editing expression meaning okay. when you're really fond of a phrase or a bit of r- rhetoric, but you cut it because it doesn't flow well. Just to be clear, we actually haven't been killing any children. No,
1: literal, literal children. We have not been killing. But, but yes, I mean, this is this is this is a thing for a reason. Like the purpose by resigning, you've already conceded the point. Yep. Which should yep. have been conceded months, like weeks ago. But fine. By resigning, you've conceded the point. You can't add anything to the conversation by continuing to release a report now. I don't
0: know what the report is, though. I mean, I'm open minded to the fact that it's some like technical appendum to the first report that would. fine. Whatever.
1: Fine, but I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be, a, 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 I'll show you taking Umbridge reiteration of his first first report. And, and it's it's going to, to keep him in the news. It's not going to help him re- rehabilitate his image in any way. It'll reinforce every poor judgment that he's demonstrated to this point. And it will have no actual positive outcome on the issue of foreign interference. That's my prediction right now. Because I, again, I I have I have, I have I have never seen anybody who's so much credibility managed to squander so much of it in so much of a in such a short amount of time in this country it's actually been phenomenal to watch
0: all he had to do was say no like seriously all he had to do at the very outset was go mr prime minister uh, this is not this does not fit with my former role as the, the neutral arbiter of, of the canadian state like politically which is the the other element of all of this um two things come to mind well well, there's basically two paths forward now path one trudeau throws in the towel calls a public inquiry Mm -hmm. not betting the farm on that even at this late date but it's possible part two is that he tries to come up with a new special rapporteur that is what johnson in his resignation statement is recommending and he says it should be someone with specific national security experience and this which, time,
1: which we probably would have been correct at the outset, if this time you need, you need all party consensus. Place. Yes, you do.
0: And I, I understand that the liberals might not think they're going to get all party consensus, but it's not an option. Like we elect you guys to lead. Yep. Lead. Yep. Figure it out. I don't care. Figure Except the conservative appointment, like choice. I, yep. I don't care, but it yep. has to be party consensus on this one. Because I think that at this point, if if there would be diminishing returns if the conservatives just keep piling on everybody, the liberals mm-hmm. pick like there would be they wouldn't get as much hay out of it doing the second or third or the fourth time. Yeah. But, but for the love of God, Mr. Trudeau, can we please not find out? Can we just get it right this time?
1: Yeah. All party consensus. Someone with actual national security background and and uh, experience. And um, for God's fine. Let Pierre. Let Pierre pick him. Who cares? As long as it's a credible, reasonable individual who gives a shit
0: yeah or have the opposition come up with a short list and the prime minister have chooses the among them come
1: up with yeah have the opposition like there's got to be a solution here if 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 we if if you guys cannot work this out like adults all right then, then the other option is just dissolve parliament and we call an election today because bluntly you can't function
0: or the other option is you and i just buy rvs and just live on the road
1: why not? Sure. The gradually work our way through South America. Yeah, cut the line coming to you from
0: from like Paraguay Arizona. this week.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: uh you know what though? I mean, all kidding aside. I I am still uh a believer in that first Johnson. This this, report. this
1: right here is not is not making me think the van life is the answer. Give me a sec. <laughs>
0: It's actually making me extremely think that van life is the answer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the first Johnston report is going to actually, it's its funny. It's one of the most brutal indictments of current Canadian governance that I've read or that any of us have had the chance to read. And it's not going to be remembered as such because of all the background chaos.
1: Well, and other than that, the other interesting thing is I'm not sure that that was the intent. I'm not convinced that Johnston realized that it was an indictment. I think he thought that this was a defense of 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 the government, not. No, I think to. he did.
0: I yeah yeah. I mean, remember I told you a few weeks ago I speak better Laurentian than you do. Fair enough. I don't I, speak Laurentian at all. It was all very polite and in, in a tone of regret, but like no, it's it was it was scathing in its own in its own way, which probably mm-hmm. wasn't sufficient for the moment. Um, if you're the I, I have to I have to say it was funny. Paul Wells a few days ago was basically saying, I'm tired of writing about this. Like when everyone mm. was writing about something, he said, I have the opposite to go write the other way. Uh I have the urge to write about something else. But I actually think he was just bang on. His original his original comment about all of this, which is the fact that the prime minister has concluded we need a special rapporteur, is the prime minister telling on himself. If the prime minister doesn't think he can be trusted by the people to make major national security decisions, what the fuck is he? doing but the other issue is i which i thought he was just bang on this week is that this has become a credibility transfusion mm-hmm. in reverse the government appointed mm-hmm. Johnston to be their heat shield and they spent weeks defending the guy
1: so like, their 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 credibility is literally so bad that it poisons everything that they touch it's like a credibility cancer
0: at a certain yeah you know and i, I do find it really interesting i've been having some conversations with people uh off record, obviously, so I'll kind of anonymize the conclusions, but there I think among liberals there has been a reluctance to back down from Johnston because it feels like a surrender. It's like they don't like what the conservatives have been doing. they don't like the conservatives in general. They don't want to back off on this. and what I would just ask them is okay, all right, like i I get it like I understand exactly what you mean by that, but what would best serve the national interest now? Can Johnston function in this role? In the way Canada needs him to, and no one, you know, like the inevitable thing happens after longer than it should have. As of last week, I don't think any serious person still thought Johnston could do this, except perhaps Johnston. He Johnson.
1: lost. He lost the vote in Parliament. We're done now. Moving on. Is what it is.
0: But we didn't move on, and. You know, I keep telling everybody that what scares the shit out of me about this m- moment in history is how it's not the problems. The problems, some of them are pretty scary. Some of the problems suck. But what really upsets me is how ineffective we are at dealing with problems that ought to be solvable. You know, if we got walloped by some completely outside context Black Swan event and then fell all over ourselves, ah, that would suck but you couldn't be angry you know what i mean but like when we like find out that we're leaving afghans on the ground because there weren't enough seatbelts for them or that critical national security information was not oh, and then, for
1: and then and then we and then we just thought we did such a good job we put in a give plaque ourselves a medal. And, yeah we gave ourselves a medal and a plaque for yeah. the awesome job we did getting afghans out in global affairs as a pure fuck you to all of our critics.
0: And then at, between Poeck and the first Johnson report, finding out that our government does not have the ability to communicate national security information to itself. Um, everybody who is going to be asked to fix this problem is an author of this problem. Yeah. There is no one. There is no external accountability here except of course and arguably from our allies cutting us out of the loop on stuff which is sort of a
1: kind of just did this week again
0: something i didn't see what that uh, yeah i know what you mean but i didn't read it
1: yeah essentially the the uk and the u.s have formed a
0: A new special trade
1: atlantic trade pact and we were just not involved again no
0: because we're not a grown-up country no we're a nice country everybody likes us
1: increasingly nobody's even pretending to take us seriously which is also really interesting
0: but i would almost go so far as to say that includes ourselves
1: yes i would agree with that like yes
0: because nothing about the response to any of this and it's been so partisan like i but as angry as my liberal friends have been at some of what the conservatives have been up to it's like guys you filibustered the fucking committee for weeks <laughs> You know, when all of this stuff was breaking, the prime minister lectured us about anti-Asian racism. There, again, I wrote a, a column at TVU about this. There has been one serious person in all of this. It's Aaron O'Toole, and he's quitting. Yeah.
1: Shame we couldn't have had that guy as prime minister, eh?
0: I said in 2021 that even liberals may come to regret beating this guy. <laughs> Because guess what you got next, guys? And he's probably gonna beat you. Yeah, he is. It's you know, I've made this comparison many, many times. The Ontario Liberals could have lost in 2014 to the affable Tim Hudak. Instead, they lost in 2018, had their party crushed, and got Doug Ford.
1: Yeah, this is this is also we see this again with uh whatchamacallit. Oh, who ran against Obama in the second term? My god
0: the the second the guy running against him was first was McCain then it was Romney
1: yeah Romney thank you hello brain fart yeah this is the Romney this is the Romney curse right Romney curse all over again
0: yeah you lose to Romney and then you get Trump
1: yeah or you make Romney a crazy extremist and and then you get Trump yeah we'll show you fucking crazy extremist that's what this
0: becomes well Mitch Heimpol wrote that piece for us um About a year ago, I guess it was, where he basically said, "I've accepted the moderates aren't going to vote for us." Now, Mitch is not involved in conservative partisan politics anymore. He's over at one of the comms companies. I, I saw him this week. He bought me lunch. Thank yeah. you, Mitch. I, I um, also made
1: this point in when I when I wrote about my response to the Daniel Smith stuff, and that is the the, the center can't hold because the center has no momentum anymore.
0: Yeah, people and can self-identify
1: it's, it's... as centrist, but if you look at the way they vote, they're not. They pick a team. This is what it is, and the number of people who are quote-unquote centrist is too small to actually form a a legitimate viable political party and they have no no momentum or will to live anymore
0: i have so it's gone it's over i've had interesting conversations with people before and i know i don't i don't mention this as a defense of it but i think it's a real thing which is people basically going if i'm going to get called racist for just for example for putting a a romney sign on my lawn in 2012. Yeah,
1: you've you've destroyed you've destroyed the actual social racist. stigma. Yeah, then you're yeah, then I'll so vote Trump. You've, you've so destroyed the social stigma attached to these accusations of extremism and radicalism that they yeah. doesn't, that they don't mean anything anymore. And so then you are you're, you're 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 helpless when confronted with the actual extremism and radicalism.
0: Yeah, well, I think and you're, the only you're bulwark, helpless in and ways the, and
1: the only bulwark against extremism is 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 centrism. Uh, the centrists within your own party who've essentially lost all will to live and capacity to organize. So that leaves you where? Hmm.
0: You know, I, the funny thing is too, I don't think.
1: Oh, Jason Kenney is an extremist. Again, Jason Kenney, the Romney curse. Jason Kenney is a radical extremist. Oh, really?
0: Well, let, let me introduce you to my friends from take back Alberta. Yeah. Yeah. It happens every time. And you would think people would, le- ah, you know, I was going to say, you'd think people would learn from history, yeah, but who am I kidding? Adorable. No, I don't, no, no, never I don't do. think that at all.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, anyway, so I don't know if we have anything else to say about Romney. What do we want to, like, what's our, what's our line on this one? What's our dispatch?
0: We actually have a really meaty. Romney, Johnston. Disp- yeah. Johnston, yeah. Well, we, we probably don't have anything else to say about Romney. Um... <laughs> We have a meaty, a really meaty written dispatch. We were planning. Yes. We had yes. so many items on our list to talk. So about many this. things: forest fires and smoke and climate change, Billions. and aliens, Edmonton. What about Edmonton?
1: Oh, remember the 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 teacher in Edmonton who berated the Muslim students for not showing oh up my the pride? God, yes. And actually, I was just going to basically clip Colby Kosh's um uh, uh, newsletter on this because he makes this perfect point, and that is skipping class to avoid. genuflecting to pride issues because your own religion sort of is is in conflict of that, but politely skipping class is exactly the correct Canadian pluralistic response to this. That is, that's correct. In a pluralistic society like this, where you're going to have clashes and conflicts of values, simply not attending and going to the mall instead is the perfect passive Canadian response. But in response to the unhinged teacher giving these poor Muslim kids shit in fact what we've now seen is is a much more extreme response from a lot of those social conservatives Muslims and Christians they're now sort of there have been for example rallies where they've been trampling on pride pride flags so like when you when you how says when you make the moderate response unacceptable again Romney syndrome when you make the moderate like, response exactly. yeah, un- unacceptable say. then you are then
0: you're inviting this big You're
1: inviting response. the extreme response. So that's, and that's what's happening.
0: <clears throat> well, so- I've written this before and I think probably we're going to, we might end up finding it applies on the electoral interference uh, front as well. You've got to be careful with this stuff because, well, for like kind of, t- to the point I was making a minute ago, I can guarantee you that there are people who are just like, if if every conservative is just going to be called crazy, we're just not going to worry about it.
1: Well, and, but wait a minute, is there a Romney curse angle that we should be concerned about when Johnston, because is the temptation for the liberals now going to be to quadruple them? Okay. Johnston they will wasn't moderate enough. That, but modern, I think Johnston wasn't moderate enough. Well, fuck you. We'll put God knows.
0: And McClellan.
1: And McClellan or something Martha like Hall that. Finley. right? You um, know what I mean? Like that's going to be their temptation. You find nobody, nobody's. And then, and then just simply justify it by saying, well, nobody would be good enough for the conservatives.
0: There will they're be not, that because because
1: sure. they're not going to put the national interests ahead of their own interests, so, so they'll the just Romney, completely embrace this as a partisan shit show.
0: The Romney, if the Romney curse, I think actually would fall earlier in the process, which is that we could have just had a public inquiry, which would have been <laughs> imperfect and messy, and not would not have gotten us all the answers, but instead we've got this, and all of this. Has further eroded all of our faith in our institutions
1: well the other answer is and i think thomas you made this tweet and I, I retweeted it but i thought i think we should approach him about a potential column and he says look the reforms we need to make we already know we already know what need to reforms need to be made like we could could hypothetically skip the public inquiry process and just go straight to the reforms
0: this is not anymore any sort of i mean yes we could but we won't because okay. All of this is now this again. This is the gurney memification thesis again. The only reason we're doing all of this is because both everyone. Well, I mean, every side on this issue sees political value. Like no one is actually like I said a minute ago, right? Like when I was talking with some of my liberal friends and I was saying, stop telling me how umbraged you are about Mr. Johnston's impeccable credentials being attacked. Do you think he can do the job now? And if you if you cannot give me an unequivocal yes, your guy who's the prime minister has to figure out a new plan. And no one was able to give me that unequivocal uh, unequivocal yes. But the but we're the only reason we're doing all of this stuff is because there is no one in the in in our politics whose default response is what is good for Canada. It's just no, that's right. It is it is all wow. How can we exploit this? Or if you're the government, how can we shield ourselves?
1: No, but if I were the government and I still had some residual uh, feelings of honor and duty to put the needs of my country first. That's a big if. But I wanted to hedge that sentiment just a bit by not exposing myself to political embarrassment. The way that I would probably go about this would be to say, look, I think that Johnson's report has been illuminating in terms of highlighting numerous public public failures within our system. I can understand the appeal for a public inquiry, but I find Johnston's rationale that a lot of this simply can't be made public to be compelling. And as a result, we're, our next step is to put forward a host of very serious reforms and actually make them legitimate serious reforms to change the way that communication operates within government, to change the public, and like actually list out these very obvious fixes as Johnston's report elucidated that would be the way that you could take the middle road here. The correct path is the public inquiry. The middle path is like, skip the public inquiry, go right to a serious package of reforms that are actually credible um, and let the conservatives scream. Um, the next one down would be try to revive the special rapporteur um, report with some kind of pan-partisan support with conservative appointee. Um, or your last option, is to quadruple down johnson wasn't good enough we'll show you i think that those are sort of the that that's the gamut that to me runs the gamut of options
0: that sounds about right
1: and to be honest with you if i were to put money on which they're going to pick i think they're going to i think they're going to pick the dumbest option i think that they're going to double down johnson wasn't good enough for you they're going to pick an overtly partisan person and just say well nobody's good enough for the conservatives and they'll dismiss all criticism by, by by just treating it as partisan. Because I don't think these guys know how to do anything else. I don't think they actually know how to reform government or make it functional. So I think the yeah. reform option's probably out. I don't think that they know how to work with people across the aisle. And I think they've, they're so intractably locked in their us versus them mentality that the idea of actually reaching out and working with the opposition to come up with a shortlist is absolutely impalatable to them. And I think they are genuinely too scared about what would come out in a public inquiry. So I think that like, honestly, the only, the only option left is tr- is quadruple down.
0: I agree with that analysis with one exception. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is a weird thing to say like this, this as much as anything else is telling me how fucked we are. Um, the NDP might save us. I think the, the liberals NDP are, might save us. I think the NDP does have some influence with the government.
1: The the NDP might actually prove to be the grown-ups in the room. And if they do, I think that we should have an entire dispatch devoted to praising them.
0: Just to sing their praises. Just sing Um, their praises. Because I agree with you, the liberals' instincts will gravitate toward the quadruple down. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're probably already thinking of like the 6905 writings. They're going to flip by getting the messaging right yes yeah, and, so
1: and ideally their, their their third second special report tour will be for one of those 905 items. Yep. That's, that's their better.
0: reflex right
1: yeah
0: yeah um to, to 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 punch and 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 communicate and yep. but i there is a chance not betting the farm on it but there's a chance that the ndp is going to talk them down and
1: can't rule that out
0: I, I'm Again, not betting on it, but if if we don't end up with the quadruple down, it's going to be because the NDP says to them. Look, guys, sorry, you're stuck with us. We outnumber you. Let's let's actually do a proper job of this. That's a lot. That's a lot to ask of of the NDP. Um,
1: and also the other well, actually, it's, that it's that nothing the, to the, ask of them. It's the, a lot the, to expect no, of them. No, the, and also the Liberals will just respond by do what We tell you, or we'll, we'll dissolve government,
0: and you're back Possibly. on the hustings. I do think there's some sign that the liberals are listening a little bit.
1: Really? Okay.
0: You're going to laugh at what my example is. Okay. Where do all my explanations go? Gun control. They listened. It took them months, but eventually they listened. So is it possible they'll listen this time? I don't know. I guess... (laughs) I like like I began the very first word. I don't think they podcast. listened. I think
1: I think they did the, the they did the polling and the math and realized there was no more gain there.
0: It's possible. Yeah. No. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. I guess. Um,
1: As I said, I'm I'm putting my stake down on like the, the quadruple down option. So we'll see if I'm right.
0: I could. I'll be an wrong. optimist this time. I'll go against type hey. and I'll say hey. we'll end up with a uh, multi-party choice.
1: Multi-party but choice.
0: I, but I'm mostly doing this. Just to be cheekily contrarian, I would not be shocked if it's the quadruple down.
1: We 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 will put our stakes in the ground and we'll see how this turns out. I mean, hell, I've been wrong before. The, um, I'm,
0: the... I kind of
1: hope for the sake of the country that you're right.
0: Every once in a while, you, I just like to throw the optimist out there. you um, we,
1: we can't be totally brutal here all the time. What you were saying a be... few
0: minutes ago, though, about like how the appropriate thing would be to depoliticize and enact serious reforms. Yeah, I don't think this government wants to do that and i don't think they'd be capable of even if they tried
1: no i think that i would put this here i actually suspect that the government does want to do that but i think that they're so overwhelmed so just so centralized and so bunkered and so tired that they couldn't if they would they 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 literally can't like i think that they literally can't to the extent that they would
0: even want to it would be pretty it would be something that would occur to them after They've already launched this targeted social media ad campaign against the conservatives because these yeah. guys are predictable now. Yeah. And... And,
1: and and I actually suspect that this is part and parcel with their plans for sort of Monday morning. They are going to roll out the and what it'll be before they actually make the decision about how to handle the foreign inquiry stuff. They're probably going to do targeted campaigns to the effect of yeah. the you know, unimpeachable David Johnston brought down by unfair blah, 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 conservative attacks. They'll make sure just to, to, to ramp up the, the, the grievance machine among their supporters for that.
0: They're, they won't need a campaign for that. There's more no, than true. enough people already true. doing that for free yeah. online. That's true. And, but how much
1: of that is is organized and how much isn't?
0: Well, I mean, some of you and I talked about before, right? Whenever I... I I've, I've yet to see anything that can't be explained by good old human fanaticism combined with balky algorithms.
1: Yeah, that's, I think that that's part of it. But I mean, I think that human there's a human tendency to... Uh, Uh, group to create group with like-minded people so my suspicion is that there's probably in lots of informal shamrock brigade groups that are created that are sort of secret slacks or secret dms or secret group messages in the same way that we have journalist group messages that are private and all sorts of things this is very normal um and and i don't think it's necessarily coordinated from the prime minister's office down but my suspicion is that probably enough partisans have their hands in those groups organizations that they can very effectively see the government's desired talking points and, and deploy their troops informally that way i don't well, necessarily think it's like echo it.
0: chambers so yeah essentially. realize it
1: yeah exactly we're all lost
0: we're all well, lost souls and anyway, i was um, really it's, it's this whole thing i mean the listeners will probably have picked up on the fact that i'm crankier than normal today which sort mm-hmm. of reflects just a tiring week but it also reflects that we had a plan for a dispatch that was going to be fun We
1: were were not going to be dark this week. We were going to be like, we were going to talk about aliens and how cool it is that there's now credible people claiming that there's the the government is hiding alien tech, which is totally consistent with our, with our interview with Jeremy Corbell, I think last year too. So I was was, all excited to finally see it. I was going to talk, talk about how that I actually think that the government was slow rolling aliens to the public prior to COVID and put a halt yeah. in all of their PR plans because of the pandemic and honestly we had enough to deal with but now they're starting to see the beginning of the slow roll again like I,
0: this is we were going to not I mean even when we weren't talking about aliens we were going to be talking about stuff that is different from all the stuff we've been talking about for months
1: I was going to go on a whole rant about the conspiracy theories and the fire people
0: I was going to talk about theories. salmon salmon just how delicious it is
1: so good and, summer, and instead we got
0: food. johnston we got breaking fucking news, johnston so. destroying
1: our weekend yet again that's why we're really bitter that's why we're, we're grumpy.
0: grumpy all right grumpy. well on the on this cheerful note let's let this all percolate overnight let's figure out what we're going to write about tomorrow okay cool thanks everybody we could have talked about aliens